Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, Joe has this, every every time we come in a film, he shows this video of a picture of a sandcastle and the metaphor of, you know, you could build the best sandcastle on vacation and when the tide comes up, it's going to wash it away. And basically, today was a good, you know, good game we won. Um, but when we go in the film Friday, we got to build another sandcastle. And it's a little cheesy, uh, but it's something that we've bought into and, uh, just that, you know, it's, it's, it's a choice that we got to make every day when we come in, of, you know, trying to be the best version of ourselves. All right, another episode of the College History Podcast. I'm Joseph Pavone. Sean Duke is here. Joel Pavone. Boston Celtics, best team in the NBA, best player in the NBA, Jason Tatum, fresh off his season high, 49 points against the Miami Heat, closing down the the, the game when the Celtics needed it the most, when the Heat thought they had a, a, a comeback in them, man, they got frustrated at the end of that one, right, bam, out of vial, getting two quick tees, but man, the Celtics team is rolling, Jason Tatum playing out of his mind, everyone is just... Across the across the league right now, just just giving him his flowers, and and that's how you know it's just it's, it's not even close. Like Jason Tatum, the best player in the NBA right now, playing like it for sure, and the Celtics continue to win a, a, a brand new winning streak. I think they, they're going to try to uh, get close to uh, that double digits like they like they did what a week ago, a couple weeks ago, not even. So, fellas, what we how we how we feeling about this uh, about about everything that's going on? Is this too good to be true? What do you? What's, what was your reaction? I feel like Sean's been a little mellow on, on social media. I figured you'd be more uh, vocal all over Twitter, but Dude, I, 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 I guess you're taking it all in, right? I'm just, yeah, man. Some things are juggernaut. It's like, there's, like, I, I don't know. We've watched the Celtics enough to know eventually, like, something's not going to go 100% our way. So, you know, you just sort of enjoy it while it lasts and see what the hell's going to happen. But uh, it's, it's, dude, it's, it's been probably – I know we lived through, like, the uh, obviously the, the start. I think I brought this up, like, two episodes ago, like, 27-2. and two, That 2009 team, they started the year, like, best record before Christmas. But, like, you know, this is right up there with that. Like, you know, uh, Tatum's obviously the best player in the NBA. You got that right. Like, you, you sort of get tired of them – absolutely wiping the floor with bad teams 
But people forget this team struggled with that last year. When they when a bad team would come into Boston, they would play down to their level, and they're not doing that this year, which we haven't seen in years. And then you bring a good team in like the Miami Heat, even though they're injured, or you know, um, and, you know the Wizards who haven't had a like they've been playing competitive basketball. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what team you put in front of this the Celtics team right now. And dude, it's the it's the easiest lock. Of anybody gambling out there right now, just bet the Celtics money line. That's just just bet it, just hit it hard. And... <laughs> Way to bring it back full circle Whoa. when it comes to uh, you know the betting lines, huh? <laughs> well, dude, I'm, I'm saying I don't like to bet. On stuff. Shout out to Bol. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yo, Sean's like you got You got to strike with irons hot. You got to strike with irons well, hot. <laughs> I don't like to bet on the Celtics, but it's almost too much of a lock right now to not do that. So uh, you may have to start. I may have to start, but um, you know, did, did anyone have any? I mean, I, obviously, I, I picked them to go 4 0 every week, and I've been looking <laughs> really like a genius this year. I think um, I think we've all, at least once this season, have done like the 4 0. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I've been doing like the 3 and 1 because I just feel like there's a, there's always like a sneaky team in there. But I mean, taking this all in. It's because you've been conditioned from last season. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's, that was, that was going to be my, that was going to be my, my, my point here. Like, a season ago, right? They, um, because of you know the first twenty some odd games last season, they were barely above five hundred. Like I think that's that's crazy to to considering everything that's happened, right? Considering how they ended the the second second half of last season, <laughs> considering the the players they brought in and the players they shipped out, and considering the coaching change. I mean, this is just. Like, you just got to take it all in, right? Well, also, <laughs> the hardest thing to believe, the craziest part about this whole run, 18-4 and four start, 20, 22 games into the season, right? You're more than a quarter of the way through the season. and Are we sure about that this time? And, yeah, you're, you're two slices <laughs> in now. You're two right. slices into the – right, okay? Right. Now, now, you are – right now, they are the best shooting offensive team of all time. With the way their numbers are going right now, yeah. I today and I said, "Holy shit, dude! This is yeah." I know now. I know the Warriors wouldn't have lost the four games right now. Right? They they obviously started off a little with with yeah. A, well, once you reach the the, the hundred twenty plateau, like and, you, and you're you're chilling there for a bit, like, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta. That's when it's like, wait a minute, we haven't we haven't seen this before. Leading the even the Warriors, leading the, the Warriors in their in their heyday. Three point field goal and free throw percentage. Free throws, yeah that that one that one was huge. Yeah. Like right now, like if if there were there were like they're trying uh, to pull off they're trying to pull off the uh, the the uh, no what is it? The, I always mess this up. The, the 90, 90, 40, 50. 90, 50, 40, yeah. 90, 90, 50, 40. Well, that's yeah. where they're at right now, though. That's where they're at right now. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's they, insane. They that they would be the first team ever to do that. Never been done before, which is yeah. wild. Yeah, yeah. like good. the like the best the best free throw percentage I think of any team ever in history. I believe it's like 83, 84 percent. They're well above right. well right. Right now above that. Yeah, and so right it's. Now it's right. Dude, that's even with Jalen Brown shooting forty percent from the floor, fifty percent from behind New York. Yeah, is, say that again. I said that's you're at ninety percent with Jalen Brown getting to the line too. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know right. and you know what else? Like in some of these wins, like the Celtics are barely getting to the free throw line because they're shooting so well. I mean, a good a good majority of these of these wins too, they the the discrepancy of like you know points in the paint is usually to the 
to the opponent, but because again, they're shooting so well, you know, the offensive rebounds are down. Uh, even like their steals are down, but because they're hitting their shots, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it boils down to. That's how good their offense is. Right. Those 10 three pointers in the, in the, in the first quarter, getting back to that big lead, even though the heat came right back, it was just still incredible to see the, the, the way they were spacing out the floor and, and, and just sustain, like, remember the whole zone defense? Oh, yeah, that was a big yeah. deal. That's, That's such a problem. Like, oh, remember in 2020 during the bubble? Like, that was like, man, something's just, they buckle, they can't. Yeah, this that's, what, that's what Kemba forgot to play basketball. Supposed to have come in with the, with the curveball and just, it just didn't work this time. You know? Yeah, him, him and fucking Nick Nurse. And another, another crazy stat about this team, and this sort of goes to that shooting percentage thing, do you know that there's only three players that actually play, like, real minutes on this team that are shooting under 40% from three? For you know the who they are? Talking about for the Celtics. Yes, and you know who they are? Yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. The rest of the team is shooting yeah. 40% or better. I think that the- includes... Blake Griffin, Luke Cornett, Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser, Grant Williams, Al Horford, Derek White, Mark Derek White. Uh, Brogdon, who's not a historically great three-point shooter. It's absolutely like what they're the, the pace that they're on, man. If they can keep this up, I mean, I, I I'm hope like hey, like I said, you get a little worried when you see these numbers. No, no, yeah. you're right, you're right. But the crazy part is, is that they they know Whoa. they know they 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 know that they can still take it to another level, right? And especially because they're not at full strength. They haven't been all season, whether they're giving players night off or whatever, but they haven't been at full strength. And they and that's pretty much one of the main things that, like, when when these players get interviewed after the games, it's like, oh, no, we we know we still got work to do. It's, this is like, it's, it's right. whatever. It's, it's, yeah, it's a great start, but this is not the goal. The goal is not to, to, to have, like, the best start in NBA history. It's to fucking win the, win the title at the end of the day. And that's why that's why Tatum wasn't exactly. wasn't even all that like like oh yeah 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 I've had fifty before it's it's whatever we got the fucking dub that's all I cared about. I think what's most impressive about this too is just like their approach offensively is just so like it's free flowing you know just making the right decision making sure you're sharing the ball making sure you you know the the, the space is right cutting you know guys pick, you know picking each other off everyone just knowing where you're supposed to be getting back on defense you know the fast break approach just you know, after a miss after three passes is a layup. I mean, it's just instinctual with these guys. And it's one through seven or eight. You know, everyone just knowing what they're supposed to do when they check into the game. And, of course, the stars, you know, holding down the floor. Like, Joel, like you said, you know, guys taking night night off. And, and it's no problem with you. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, mm-hmm. Malcolm Brogdon. And then Malcolm Brogdon coming right back, you know. Hopefully he can he can you know stay healthy. I thought he was tremendous in that in that game against the Heat. You know, especially when the Heat came back, it's just the, those pull up three pointers that 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 they just couldn't. Just weren't ready for it, right? Like he always catches defenses off because he's whether he's looking for the right pass, making those hockey assists, or or just attacking. He just finds different ways to score. He just he just makes a big difference offensively coming off the bench. And sometimes, like these these turnovers are like because they might overpass. Sometimes they might have that that one extra pass that maybe they just should have just taken the shot or taken or you know gone for the layup. You can tell that everyone wants everybody else to eat. It's it's sharing the ball, obviously. No, you know, so the ball doesn't stick. What is it? What was the the? Yeah, Stevens always used to have a, a phrase for when uh, popping the ball was popping. That, that ball is always popping when it comes to like the oh, yeah. offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On a couple occasions for saying that, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, Mazula has been here for for a little while, so he's bro. That's that's wild. 
<laughs> no, but Mozilla also has a fucking uh, what is it? Sandcastle uh, reference here that uh, that the players are like, yeah, it might sound corny, but it's like it doesn't matter what we do on a nightly basis. It's like gets washed away, and we gotta you know start again, and and that's what they've, they've been doing is they don't really harp on on individual performances. It's like yeah, it's I mean you got Malcolm Brogdon almost almost nightly when he gets. When he gets interviewed uh, and and his uh, pressers, it's just like yo, like I've never been on a team like this before, and it's just ridiculous how Tatum is playing. It's ridiculous how we all get together and and everybody's having fun, but at the same time they're not getting too caught up in the numbers, right? And that then the ultimate goal is not lost at the end of the day. You know what they do say: castles in the sand fall into the sea eventually. Very true. Jimmy Hendrix, Jimmy Hendrix. You guys, you guys didn't even. I don't know. Feel like it's not familiar, but I wasn't sure where it was from. But thank you. The castles made of sand, falling. Yeah. I had no idea. Eventually, I'll be honest. You, yeah. I'll be honest. Okay. Well, looks like we're gonna have a little sing along tonight, guys. That's that's. Pretty- <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while we've done that. <laughs> well, yeah. Look. This Celtics team finds new ways to win. I mean, that's what's been great about seeing them, how they respond, especially in the second half. They just they just suck the life out of teams, you know? You can just tell that the other team is just giving up. Or they're just looking at the scoreboard like, man, I'm down by six still, down by seven, I'm doing my best to get back. You know, we're cutting a 14, 15-point deficit down to as much as we can, and we're still not even as close as we want to be, you know? And that's what we saw against the Heat. That was big. That was the big time feel against the Heat because what the, the Celtics started off in such a such a tear, and then Miami made a run. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, even but before that, Miami made their run, though, you could see Bam was like he looked like Shaq in the fourth quarter. Yo, that's how like he was just drenched in sweat. These guys are exhausted. It's like, like yo, about, try to keep up with the, <laughs> I keep up with the Celtics offense, and and you know they had stretches, of course, when they did that, but the Celtics just. Like I think, stop, I think, you know? yeah, no, I think the Heat, you know, they they shot well like all night long. I think their their outside shooting and their especially the three point shooting kept them in that game. Like it could have really gotten out of hand, like really early into that game where they were just like, "Fuck it, this ain't gonna happen. We got to play these fuckers in two games." Maybe Jimmy's back by that point, but no, they 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 hung in there and you know. But the end result, too much Tatum. Even when Tatum had his uh, brief rest in the fourth, Jalen came in after pretty much sitting out the entire third. Like we were saying earlier in the in the episode, doesn't matter who's who's being plugged in there. Like there's people people picking up other 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 players to slack, and it's 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 quite it's quite nice yeah, to watch. That's but not Derek White, Derek White did that too. Yeah. Derek White being back in the starting lineup, like I, <laughs> it's funny how like I don't know, like I guess there's been different stretches where it's like, all right, we're gonna go with Grant in the starting lineup, and we're gonna have White come off the bench. But I feel like either either he's coming off the bench or he's starting. Like he already knows what needs to be done. Yeah. Even though it's two indiv- it's, it's two, I guess, different roles, so to speak. But he's like, no, I'm just, I'm chilling. I know when I gotta shoot. I know when I gotta take it in. Like, I know when I gotta pass. Like when Derek White is, what did he have? Like 15 and five or 15 and six. When he has that, that's that. That the Celtics. I don't think they're. I don't think they've lost when he has at least 15 points or you know five or more assists. He's just another piece of the of, of the of the puzzle here especially in the backcourt because look at smart smart offensively wasn't he wasn't that great his, his assists have been insane he's averaging a career high in assists but players like Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon that come in and and uh and I'll take care take care of business 
on both ends of the floor that, you know, pick up smart when he might not have be, not be shooting as well. Yeah, I think I think White's been real. Uh, White's been way better. Yeah, Smart is averaging seven point six assists this year. Yeah, wild, absolutely wild, right, dude? That that's insane. That's uh, I, I mean, we knew he could pass the ball. Yeah, but I think the last like five games has been like you know nine or ten assists easily for him. Well, I think that's a that's a, it's a smart move on his part, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the trusting, it's the trusting of this team that everyone can fucking shoot, everyone can score. He, He's trusting his teammates, and you know what? I think, like, the Celtics are shooting, obviously, at a high percentage, but they're all shooting confidently. And I think, like, Marcus, I think one of the reasons why Marcus Smart always tried to take over games is because he didn't feel like he had those people out there when Jalen or Jason didn't have it to, like, you know, who sh- who would who else would shoot the ball except me, right? Now that they're right, right. dishing, and here's the result, right? So... Gotta love it. Either one of you concerned about the defense? I mean, they gave up that they gave up that one twenty or one twenty one is getting You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned about the defense, man. I'll be concerned. I'll be concerned about the defense if we get into like February and we're we're still giving up however many points we're giving up right now. Like what even, if, even with Robert Williams in the lineup, you, just, you won't. No, you still I think. Be I want to see Robert Williams come back. All I right. want to see because the defense revolves around him. Um, you know, they're, they, you know, even though it's been benefiting them on the offensive end, they've been playing small ball literally all year. You know, like they yeah. have had a big man that they've been playing. And, you know, people will say what you want about the big man in the modern NBA. You need a rim protector. We've said this for literally 10 years on this podcast. When we didn't have a really we needed one. We needed one. We needed one. And they have one. He's just injured. So once he comes back, man, I think that sort of the defense question, then you can look at it. If Rob's playing 20 minutes a night, 25 minutes a night, and your defense still sucks, then we can start getting worried about it. But I'm not until then. Sean used to think that Nerlens Noel was the answer. Uh, you you did too. Nerlens <laughs> 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 I thought you were gonna. I thought Sean was gonna say. Actually, was like, that was you, remember? motherfucker. That was you. I thought that was that's what Sean's response was gonna be. I I would. No, you guys remember? I, I almost did. I may but, or may not have uh, offered up the the pick that turned into Jalen Brown for for Nerlens Noel. May yeah. may or may not. And yeah, then, we can we can run through a list of players <laughs> over the years. That's, like, oh, that's the guy. That's the answer. Good. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that was our rookie season. I mean, that was the pilot season. Okay, yeah. we were a little wacky back then. Nah, because if you if you remember correctly, <laughs> dude, just like just the Marcus Cousins and the Marcus Cousins only. <laughs> it was, see, that's, that was a good move. But anyways, the the reason why I didn't go straight at Sway on Nerlens Noel because I was more on the Jaleel Okafor train at that point. That was that was gonna be my next guy. I was gonna bring up when. Bring that up. Worse. Yeah, you know. It's like all the all the guys all the guys that uh that started the process, so to speak, in and in, in Philly were we're like, yo, why can't the Celtics fucking, you know, get some you know some scouting report in on, on some of these players that 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 Philly got and you know, look how that yeah, turned well, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I was excited about that Jalen pick. And I was I was Saying Jalen from the beginning too. I was like, look, get Jalen. I was a little on the Jamal Murray train for a bit, and I was just like, nah, nah, get Murray. Get, get you were pretty. You were in the minority. 
but you you were you were a team Jalen from the get go. I just thought it was the Celtics pick. I was like, that's such a Brad Stevens pick. Like, you know, guy who has the athleticism can guard multiple positions. You know, I was like, that's just that's that's so Brad. You know, yeah. it's almost the same way I felt about about Marcus too. Marcus, I was like, that that's that's a Celtics pick right there. He's, a, Brad, he's gonna Brad, be a true Celtic. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, be yeah. the heart. You know, the heart and soul. You yeah. know, that type of guy. Like, Brad, Brad, Brad told Danny, look. I let you, I let you get Marcus, right? So let me have Jalen. Like, come on, like you work with me here, there, Danny. <laughs> yeah, work with me yeah. here, right? <laughs> yeah, Danny. Danny. <laughs> you, know, you, you don't think Danny was a Jalen guy? No. I think it was Brad. I think you got you hit it. You hit yeah. it right there in the head. Yeah, I think I think. Oh yeah, I think Danny. It was like Danny. it was like a party, like a couple of you know guys that they had on the board, and and Brad was like, yeah. "It's Jalen, all right." <laughs> I let you pick Marcus. Now let me pick Jalen. Who do you think was the t- behind Tatum? Though, oh, that was Danny. Yeah. Danny loved Tatum. Danny, yeah, he scoped that out. There weren't yeah, people talking a lot show. about Tatum. It was all uh, about Markel Fultz. It was all about uh, Fultz. Would have been. I would. I would have thought that, that that's all. That's all, Brad. Brad yeah. Fultz. Who else? Who else? Well, I don't know. Up? I don't know. He might. I think. I think Brad might have been just as up there with uh, about Tatum. I think they, they both agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might have. Yeah, that might have been the one. Yeah. They were like, all right, yeah, we both agree on that. That's cool. Yeah. You know. Like let's bring yeah. Fultz in. Let's just see if we're you know we're missing something here. That's exactly what they did. They brought him in, and he had the tour, the garden, and everything. And everyone, it was just man, there was a jack move, man. Like he, they sold it perfectly. It yeah. was like a marketing thing for the Philadelphia Seventy Six to be like, oh, they really like that dude. Yeah. Let's get this trade going. Oh, it was, it was. They knew that was. Well, that's what that's one of Danny's finest for sure. Yeah, yeah. They knew they knew the Sixers wanted him real bad, and they were like, they'll, right. they'll, they'll fork up anything. Right. To get and he's like, trust me. Like yeah. I can imagine telling like everyone, like they gotta if we just fucking throw that, you know, we yeah. just re- we can reel him in easily. If we, if we paint the picture just just right, yeah. we can reel him in. We and you know what? Though? And going back and going back to our live uh, draft show that night, that was tough. That was man. tough. That was tough because yeah. I, I remember Sean going, "Nah, man, it was faults and was on faults and no one else. Even if they did trade yeah. the uh, the number one pick for the for the third pick, like it should have been faults." But you know, were you gonna say, Joe? I, I mean, I was just gonna say the whole the whole thing about yeah. I think we did dupe the seventy sixers, obviously, dupe me too. But then like, <laughs> you you also had to have faith that the Lakers were just so incompetent to be oh, at two. Yeah, that thing was a done deal with the with the with the uh, the pops and everything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all yeah. Yeah, what the and magic? What, magic, was, magic Johnson was in charge at that, that time, crazy. right? That was a crazy time. No, wow. yeah, I'm just thinking about the whole thing when he was like all over ESPN and he was all over like yeah. making these like public appearances everywhere. They, Why am I drawing a blank right now? What the heck is his name? That was the Alonzo Ball. Uh, no, no, the pot. Our ball. Huh? Lamar. Lamar. Lavar. 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 Lamar. Wait a minute, this is not right. Yeah, Lavar. Lavar Ball. That's, they, that's they, Lamar they Odom. Made it. They made him. They made him disappear. They're like, get out of here. Oh, yeah, I think. Crazy. Yeah, I think that was the first. That was the off season. <laughs> You've done enough. Yeah, that was the off season that Magic took over, and it was like, yeah, like they knew, like, yeah, we're all in on on on, on Lonzo and Celtics, which is like, all right, we're just gonna sit back and we're gonna reap, gonna reap the. Uh, literally chose, literally chose like publicity over, like because they. Yeah. That, Oh, we're gonna bring the ball family to LA. Perfect. Lavar's getting on all these shows, doing all. They those. had blinders. They had blinders on. They had blinders it, on the it, whole way. Yeah, idiots, man. It's wild. Yeah. 
Yeah, so NBA we are, is wild, man. You know, but we all know. So, yeah, we all know the who. Plot lines are, the plot lines are insane in the NBA. Yeah, we all know that Tatum Tatum was technically the first the first pick that season, that that off season, that that draft. But you know, Danny was like, "We're gonna we're gonna squeeze out not only another pick out of uh, out of whoever wants this first pick, and we're also gonna draft our guy that no one's talking about." Like, I did. Look, do we remember? Do we remember any any like workout videos or workout reports on faults before that draft? Because I, I don't. I heard rumors that he needed work jump shot, but I didn't believe them. Well, I mean, you had a you had no, a day at the time. Uh, well, that wasn't really a rumor. People kind of that, that was documented, but it wasn't like oh, it's going to be a big problem. It was yeah, just like, it, yeah, that's something that he's going to have to develop, but he should. You know? Then he got drafted, and then there were like major reports coming out of Philly, like yo, yo, we fucked up. This is, <laughs> what this is what he does. This is the player we drafted, bro. He can't shoot. And we give up another pick for him. Another pick. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, it was immediate panic. Just reports. Oh, like, literally. Like, Markel shot one of 22 from the free throw line at bro. practice. <laughs> He's working. His whole jumper. It's like, yo, he's the number Jeez. one pick. And he look, he looks over and just everyone's just staring at him. Like, I can't imagine. Yeah. The dude was just like, whoa, I fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, while while he had his uh, nice tour in Boston, you know, taking pictures here and there, different parts of the city, Andrew's like, yeah, we're not working this dude out at all. We just want people to think we're going to pick this dude and we're going to pull it. We're going to pull a fast on everybody. That's exactly what 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 Danny did, and at the same time, you know, you gotta think about in Philly over the last five, six, seven years, only Joel Embiid is the, is the only guy that's hit for them, and, and yeah. out of their out of their whole you know trust the process you know but era. That's the thing, right. like like you can't like the, the Philly. The, the thing about that Philly thing is they couldn't have have tanked better than they did. Yeah themselves up better than they did but literally they're at the same spot as they were before they tanked you think of those drew holiday teams like what was that score yeah. that gave us a bunch of uh gave us pushed us a seven in 2000 yeah it was evan, evan turner was on that squad uh yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't elton was it elton brand on there elton brand was but there was another player yeah i don't think he was the, the guy uh, <laughs> But basically, they had that. No, squad. you're thinking of yeah. Who is it? Yeah, but go ahead. But they had that squad that was like competing. Then they they broke it all down. They sucked for three years. They got not. They got two number one picks. They got the best player in the in a draft at number three with Embiid. They um. He was out for a season, right? He didn't even play his rookie. Yeah, age. they let him sit out. So then they got yeah. the number one pick again the next yeah. year. And, and again. then they got Simmons, and they let him sit out a season. And then they got the yeah, and then they sucked again, and they yeah. got the number dude. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they oh. played it, they played it perfectly, and it's not like they have you know James Harden from like you know ten years ago. It's like it's an older but, James Harden now. But he, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is like that's why you don't fucking tank because like yeah. if you had just tried with that team that you had, like just build around could, it, you could have built around it with pieces you know are in the NBA. Versus that, like, spin the fucking wheel, not picking good people, or you don't, or just 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 picking people that you don't know are going to work in the NBA. And you're just like, trading like, like them, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's see what's next for the Celtics. Let's look ahead. Sean's favorite segment. Hey, we're looking ahead. Look at Everybody knows that we're looking ahead. All right, all right. That was good. That might be a keeper. I think yeah, that might right. be a keeper. That'd be the one. But, I'm so going to move for a Kit Kat bar, but yeah, I, I, I feel you. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Yeah, <laughs> man, he's saying, he's saying you're ripping off someone else's jingle, man. You going to do it? We're looking ahead, looking ahead, looking ahead. He's going to tutor it up, man. And we looking ahead, looking, looking ahead. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll go with the first one. All right, man. I just tried to get a little, get a little raw, get a little dirty with the second one, but whatever. Guess what we you- got, bro? Miami, Miami, in Miami. Back to back homers against Miami. That yeah, is man, that six game in a homestand that we just talked about last week. What, what, what are you? What's going on here, bro? I just thought we wrapped up with first time. <laughs> is this thing on? Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Anyways, Miami at home. I wonder if the Royals are going to be showing up to this one, huh? Mm. <laughs> I heard the Royals tried to get Jason Tatum with a royal threesome that night and he declined to life the life. He said, I'm gonna pass. I got you know, I got daddy duty. <laughs> I'm glad that Gorman was on the call last night. Because if Sean Grandy got a whole <laughs> Royal oh, oh boy, here we go. And he would have spit out on TV about you know uh, Jason Tatum playing like royalty tonight. Uh, <laughs> Stupid! How many times would he have said that? Shit? Yeah. Nah, nah, but how Abby, do we, how do we, how do we let Sean get away with a whole episode, a whole damn Causeway Street episode without bringing this up about, about what he, oh, like I a thought, wild night on Twitter? I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna pull his card on that one. So I gave you the, 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 the uh, me, yeah, me. I thought, I thought that that have you bring all over it. You could have been, hey, hey. I stand. Let's tell the public what what happened. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, the fact that 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 Granny responded explain, and Sean explain, didn't explain yourself. That's what I'm saying. Explain yourself. And behind my comment about he, my whole thing with Sean Grandy is. By the way, by the way, y'all both spelled your, your names the same way. Yo. How do y'all have beef with each other? It is Sean on Sean hate, but that's the best way to do it too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> but I'm just, I don't know, man. Like, I can, I can stomach him on the radio because normally I'm listening to like one quarter in the cars. I'm trying to drive. Don't make him. Or like, you, no, you, you, you no. go on the radio. Yes. Okay. 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 So this is what I'm saying. I don't listen to an entire basketball game on the radio. I listen to 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops driving somewhere to go watch it on TV and then listen to Gorman. So then if you're shoving Sean Grandy down my throat for four fucking quarters, just can't do it it's too much i can't like it's wait like it's not and, and you know what like it, what do you feel you feel like you feel like you're not home yet like you're still on the road like you're- just feel like no i just feel like he is not a four-quarter announcer i can deal with him for the 10 minutes that i need him for like half a quarter yes but like like sway you remember this so yeah he paints the picture with the brother go watch it no we actually we were listening to his call uh, when when the, uh, the the Rondo and Heinrich fight broke out during that series against the Bulls, yeah, that's right. Because I believe, and, 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 and the way he said it too, and, and we got, and, uh, what did he say? What did he say? And, and we got fist swinging, fist swinging. Rondo throws a through a punch. You were like, oh shit! Like, you're going nuts, bro. You're losing your mind. Right that's that's all. And he painted what? that picture <laughs> for you, Dutra. He painted that picture for like, you. Like Rondo's throwing punches. Let's go. We were like, let's go. But listen, listen, this is my thing. 
Grandy, you, you shouldn't be on He's TV. He's going to get himself suspended. I was all good. I was all worried. Sorry, That's go ahead. Go ahead. Grandy shouldn't be on TV. Let's put it down. You go lay it out there. Shouldn't be on TV. I can't deal with it. Well, then. It's an, it's, an, it's an adjustment. I don't know. I think it's an adjustment. But, but I mean, it's just, yeah, you're so used to it because he's been doing it since we were, since we were kids. You know? I, I used him on the radio. used him on the radio. I actually did see Mike Gorman the other day at Faneuil Hall when I was driving. He was crossing the street, rolled down the window, should give a give a Mikey shout out. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I the light turned green and he was walking by. I wanted to be like, hey, yeah, Causeway, yeah, but I was like, ah. <laughs> he's I, like, what? No, I'm not on Causeway anymore. I gave him, I gave him the Mike Gorman, shut awesome. up, and he was like, and then <laughs> he was like, what? I was like, he stuck his hand up, <laughs> like, yes, that's, that's awesome. Oh man, yeah, man, the show right there. All right, man. So we're gonna look ahead. What are we doing? We gonna look ahead. No, this dude got the soundtrack down, but he doesn't have a script. All right, we got Miami, <laughs> and then uh, Sunday we travel all the way to the windy city of Brooklyn. Wonder what Jalen Brown's gonna be doing that day. Oh boy! Are you making a reference to what happened outside the Barclays uh, Center show? I I am making a direct reference to see who who's gonna show up to support Jalen Brown. Outside the Barclays Center. I just want to see what happens there, you know? He made a mistake. He admitted he made a mistake. God damn it. But real well, quick. We were laughing about before that. Yeah. No, I was about to say, real quick, the uh, the multiple tweets at Sean Grandy only got one response, right? From one. <laughs> and this is the one that, that Grandy responded to from Dutra. Luke Cornette is a better NBA player than Sean Grandy is an announcer. <laughs> And Grandy responded with, you know, like hours after the game ended, Luke's going into the Hall of Fame, too, with the question mark. Awesome. Now, I'm just hoping that we're going in the same year. And nothing, now, and nothing from Dutra. Now, that, that came in at 1.30 a.m., I think. Okay? 1.19, yes. <laughs> little does little does Sean Grandy know that I was certainly drinking and fell asleep. <laughs> so if you're gonna if you're gonna tweet at me, tweet at me before midnight, bro. But okay? a bunch of a bunch of you know Grandy uh, uh Grandy supporters here was Sean the Goat our dude. No, 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 no. That is not a Grandy one. That's a Sean Dutra one. Sean the Goat. <laughs> that is for me, bro. That ain't a, that. That's it says, it says light him up, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Light I lit him, him up. That's light Sean. Up. The, I lit him up. See? Light him up. All right. Okay. Because, right. How about how about this one here that they spell they spell his name out completely? You rock, Sean Grandy. Always enjoy listening to you on the call. Yeah, that's his burner account. <laughs> he called himself out <laughs> at Maine Red Sox. All right, all right, whatever. Yeah, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Sean Grandy? I'm just laughing because I'm in the I'm in the press room waiting for uh waiting for uh Joe because Joe Mazzula to come out and and and, and Bobby's like, yo, why is Sean getting at Grandy? And I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> the, first thing, the first thing I thought was he's talking about the same person. I'm like, what are you? And then I thought, oh man, <laughs> like after like two seconds, I was like, I know what Shawty's talking about. Like it hit me right, like a like a stack of bricks. I was like, oh man. Yo, I I deleted. I I did I did go at him very hard, and then I deleted those tweets because I was like, that was inappropriate, man. I should. <laughs> and then I immediately put the blue corner. That's when they were playing. That's when the Celtics played the the. Uh... The Pelicans. That's when you just you just went ham on him that day. Yeah, man. I I definitely went too hard at him to begin with, and I deleted it. I, I was responsible. I said, you know, this is this is this is, hold on. This is, this is one of my favorites. 
Sean Grady doesn't go into locker rooms for interviews because it's, quote, icky. I didn't even finish reading it before, before Ducha started dialing. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell me these are fucked. Grady is that kid that never ate anything but grilled cheese or Kraft mac and cheese. We all wanted to call him a fucking weirdo, but we felt bad. Okay, see, that was too harsh. I deleted it. I deleted it. <laughs> you did it. Just re- I'm reading it right now. What the fuck are you did talking James, about? Did James text the group? Like, did you, did you just went on a, you just went freaking rogue. No, I, I, I mean, texted, just, I texted I one of those tweets that I think you, you deleted. I figured, not that I picked you, not that I you know, want you to check in with us or whatever, but I, I figured you would be like, hey, by the way, like, I'm not failing this call by John Grant. I don't like when Granny does the game. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I don't know what it was. I just aggressive. Plus, nothing personal, but I I went too hard at him. Plus, plus, you, I plus, you were shitting on on Alvarado that night as well. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it, was it was aggressive. It was aggressive. I, I could I could see you like like <laughs> I could see you like cackling as you're like typing as you're doing. <laughs> It's so excited to hit send, like, and then, like, and then of course, just beaming, beaming after you sent the tweet. And then of yeah. course, after the win, Celtics win nine in a row on Friday night. <laughs> As he re- <laughs> you retweeted the, <laughs> I think you should that's leave prob- reference. <laughs> that's probably because I was drinking, and then I was just happy. <laughs> oh, oh, I swear, I heard. I heard like Bobby's voice as I read the text. Like, why is he getting it? Like, as if he was whispering it to me. Like in the in the press room. Like, like, like Grandy was right next to me. Why is he getting it? <laughs> yeah. Yo, have you seen this, bro? <laughs> I'm walking into the United Center. Who's the first person I see? <laughs> Freaking Grandy. I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> you should have be like, 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 no, wait. No, no. I said, hey, what's up? Like, no, I was like, hey, what's going on? But it's just funny in my head. I'm just like, oh, this what it is. Like, hey, what's up? He was like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh. Yeah, man. You know what? I was gonna be like, "Hey, man! Like that was a crazy night between you and Ducha. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to say." You know what? All Ducha's tweets, the tweets are his own and nothing to do with Causeway Street. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah, get. Just keep, let's keep him with disclaimer. Oh man, let's get him on. Let's get him on. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. He's, I'm sure he's. he's, he's, he's yeah, he can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll set the record straight. You know what? You know of, what? Of all the things that he could do at this time, he wants to check in with Causeway Street. Can I tell you when when my tides turned? Yeah, with drunken Twitter fingers. Yeah, when I went at him. Yeah. With, when the tides turned for for me and Grandy, Maxwell's even had him on. <laughs> with that stupid, you know, the stupid podcast that he does when he's on center court in a leather jacket with his arms folded like a fucking loser. That shit just sticks in my head. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, yo, you have to help. But yeah, podcast. but nothing, but nothing, but nothing personal. Yeah, I get it. We get it. This isn't an 80s crime show that you just solved the murder Jesus of Christ, dude. somebody, dude. Like, you are having a Celtics podcast. What's with the leather jacket? It's not tough. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? That's his style. If it be somebody he's not, like, what's the point? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's how, that's how he is when he's not at work. Like, I only see him at no, work. He doesn't dress no, like no, that no. the car. I don't know if you see well, even if when he wasn't on TV. Well, he dresses the same way. He's, he's like, what you see on TV is what you saw all the time you know, when he's doing the radio. Like, yeah, he's doing no, the call on the radio. 
just like, okay, you know, like, I don't... So need, maybe that's his look outside of, outside of work, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't need edgy Sean Grandy, like, he's about to say a stat that could be taken the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't need that, man. Like, you're not that guy. Like, just be the stat nerd radio broadcaster that you are, and just, like... But it's different on TV, bro, because you're, like, you're seeing what's going you're on the, versus... You're the Bill Burr on freaking Celtics Twitter, bro, I swear. You're the Bill Burr on Celtics Twitter. <laughs> How are you? Like, every kid just pisses you off. <laughs> no, the the folding the arms in the leather jacket, that got to me, man. Well, that I mean, really I mean, look, bro. That's, such a, that's a Burr line right there. Bro, when Gorman when Gorman hangs it up, bro, he's taking that seat. Unfortunately, bro. Now let me let me let me tell you this, Mike Gorman. On the other hand, when I saw, I'm me, not saying. Wait, 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 I'm not saying you like copy Bill Burr. Oh, this is you, but like, you know, he's just that. Mike. The other night when I saw him, you know what? You know what he was wearing? You know what he was wearing? Leather jacket. Oh, leather. There you go. And bro. You know what? He had his hands in his jacket. He was walking like a regular human being, dude. He wasn't trying to be cool or like. You know, doing he had a that if you're gonna wear a leather jacket, that's how you wear it. Even though, even though he probably gave me the head nod, too. Huh? Why is it gonna be he's trying to be cool? Like, that's just his thing, <laughs> but again, which game is he called? nothing personal. All right, what's next? Okay, you said Bulls. Okay, no, I mean, I mean, not the Nets. You gotta be thinking about the which was which is. Incredible, so it was like he usually gives me a pound. He looked, he just gave me a weird look that night, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he barely gave me a head nod. Like, "Hey, what's up, man?" <laughs> See, because Maxwell was like, "Yo, like, what's up with yeah, you and Grady?" No. Yeah, let me. That's not true, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's rocket science. In New Orleans, they said they said like, I don't know, never mind. What am I talking about? Max sat right next to me, but obviously he was he was down, but down by the court. But. If he was really about that leather jacket life, bro, he oh, would have confronted you. You know what I mean? And be like, "Yo, what's with your boy?" You know, that if he was, no, like, what is he, what is he Fozzie? Arms, I know, right? Like, with hey, yeah. <laughs> you know, is he Fozzie? But to call me out, that's Harley Kiner. He's gonna go Harley Kiner on me. That's sort <laughs> of United He's just smacking his fist like, "Come on, yeah. man, <laughs> what's good with your boy, okay. man?" The podcast with Mark D'Amico, uh, Amanda. Uh, I already messed up her last name. Flugan. Flugan. Yeah. Blue Guard. I actually, I think it's, no, it's, it's, Ad, it's Abby. I thought Abby does. Oh, it's Abby. Yes, even worse. Yeah, Abby. and it's Flugrad, by the way. Flugrad. No, I know, I know, but that's how Sean says it. <laughs> Flugrad. I, oh, oh, I, I normally say ploof, ploof something. Ploof, yeah. <laughs> but, See, wait. she should be doing that. She should be doing the games when yeah. when Gorman's not there. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I would, I would. Oh no, you, you're on, you're onto this thing too. Man. Yeah, man, I like, I love her. No, 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 I'm not saying that Grandy's like horrible, like Sean thinks he is, but like, yeah. you know, for someone who works for the station, like bring, bring in, bring in Amanda in there. I think she was, she did a good job of you know, the very few times that she's been in there. You know what? But I think, I think it's probably, it's probably, it's probably Scout. Scout just can't work with women. Scout just treats women like shit. That's what it is. Well, I, I think you could. Bring... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's he's, very true. Very true. It's true. He's not, he's not that bad with him either. He's just really bad with Abby. Come on, I can't just say women. You think so? Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just think, I think, I think <laughs> a lot of... Like, give it some time. Yeah, I think he's a lot like, of women... To, he's just getting used to her. Right? Give it some time. Yeah, I think a lot of women in, in, uh, that work at NBC Sports Boston, like, yo, I, I, I like Skyl as a whatever, but, like, yo, he'd be, he'd, be, he'd be talking out of his ass sometimes when it comes to the women. But, like, let's be, let's be honest. Amina is, like, 400 times more knowledgeable than Abby Chin, dude. Like she at least understands basketball. Yeah, but we already know why Abby Chin still has her job, bro. Come on, am I the only one that sees it? 
Celtics Twitter? What do you, what do you yeah, get? well, that's one reason, but like, you know, just, just. Yeah, because they brought her back. I remember you. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, she's so cute. And when she, you know, even when she, even when she fucks up, like, multiple times a game. Hey, I'm not going to be, I'm not hitting on all the Celtics broadcasts. Like, she was doing that thing that you said that, that you thought Grandy would have done. Yeah, yeah. What the heck, what the heck is this started? To? With the Royal, you know, with the Royals. She's like, oh my God. I'm freaking out over here, you know, geeking out. And she couldn't even get fucking Tatum's, you know, stats right when he was interviewing him at the end of the game. Yeah. If I had to pick a replacement for Gorman, whenever we're Gorman. Uh, we're, Tatum, Tatum dropped the season high 49. You know what? I say you bring Drapes back. Drapes and Scal calling the Celtics games. That's what I want to hear. Well, that's not going to uh, give Drapes an ill house that he has on Sacramento. He ain't going to yeah, be coming back, bro. He ain't coming no, back, bro. Dude, I really think he's doing pretty good for himself out west. I don't think, I don't he's now a play by play guy out there, which he always wanted to do here. That's what I'm saying. I think he, likes new, he likes his new surroundings. Yeah, I think, I think he likes his new digs out there by the fucking ocean. No, this, like, this is like when Josh McDaniels coached the, the Broncos for a little bit. They were like, hey, go, go try that thing out, and then you come back when you're ready, Drapes. And when the Celtics thing opens <laughs> up, now he's going to have a couple years of play by play on him. Yeah, but Drapes, this, yeah, that's what. Yeah, but that's two. That's two cold cities. Like you know, he's going. He's out. He's out with you know seventy degrees every fucking day. Yeah, but if you're the Celtics versus the Kings, and the Kings haven't made the playoffs, well, I mean, the Kings are actually doing some you know better than they have been over the last like twenty years. And how they do against the Celtics? Yeah, well, I mean, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's Trust me. Yeah, but I've been a Pistons. I've been a Pistons Kings guy on League Pass. You know this. Oh well, then you should know. You should know. A, Above both of us, how good the Kings are this year compared to and, other years. Hey, Celtics got Miami, and then they go on a one, two, three, four, five, six, six game road trip, uh, starting in Brooklyn and then Toronto. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then Wednesday, December 7th, the Celtics travel out to the great state of Arizona to take on the second best team in the NBA, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, with probably the should be the second biggest MVP candidate, but no one likes Devin Booker, so he's not gonna get any. Shout out to you, Tunis. Oh, what do you mean? Like I, I watched NBA today. I that's like my three PM thing. I put on NBA. Oh, it's it's sort of like Tatum. It's a lot of love for Durant. A lot of love for Durant because he's being actually sort of his most efficient seasons he's ever had. I think he's yeah. like five percent from the field, like crazy. But it's Tatum, Durant, Giannis. And if there's anyone from the Western Conference that's going to get in that MVP conversation, it's SGA. Because they love SGA. Like, the media loves that dude. Like, and and, and perfectly so. But it's sort of just like a hipstery pick at this point where Devin. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, but you know what the record the record stands mm-hmm. something, man. They're not they're not they're not there yet. I think that's what's hurting Luca too. I think that's why Luca is not gonna be able to take that lead if his team doesn't do the same, you know. But at the same time, you also can't forget about Joker. I mean he's gonna be in the conversation. Everyone's thinking that he can't win it, but he can't possibly win it again, but he's gonna be in the conversation and the Nuggets continue to play this way. But you know, Booker's gonna be there. But again, the Suns gotta remain doing that. And I think they do I think look, with the way that they're playing right now, without without um Chris Paul Guys like Payne stepping up, he he was on a tear. It kind of cooled off a bit, but he was on a tear not too long ago. He's been, you know, guy, that's the thing. It's always been about the depth with with the Suns, right? Obviously, Devin Booker is, is a huge part of that, but also, you know, for them to be doing this without with, without Chris Paul, I think it's impressive. And, and Booker Booker's been leading that team. Well, I think Booker's on this like, hey, 
Like last year, you guys only wanted to give Booker, I mean, uh, Chris Paul MVP votes. Like it was actually me, dude. Yeah. Well, what you got? You know what? Do I, do I have to ask? I'm going to say fucking 4 and 0. Oh. They're, they're, they're. Oh, baby. 4 and 0. Oh. You know what yeah. I got? They're, they're, they're in a stride right now. Uh, just, just so everyone knows how, how correct I've been on my picks this year. I'm 18 and 4. I'm 18 and 4 on the season. So. <laughs> Fuck. You don't say. Yeah, man. Only four wrong picks out of, out of 22. That's really. And that's how you got, you, you got, you got a couple of little streaks in there because, uh, the, uh, the, the, the nine game winning streak. You did well for yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. As long I'm, as I'm, I'm going three and one. I'm going three and one. Yeah, that's usually that's usually what I that's usually what I've been doing too. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the four and zero this this week. Who they losing to? So I who they losing? I think the, the the only time I said four and zero was the who they losing to? Would you say Sean? I'm gonna say I kind of want to say the Suns. Honestly, really? I don't know. I think they'll be a little laggy. You know, it's in Phoenix. Uh, it's in Phoenix. They're playing. Uh, Playing Brooklyn Sunday, and then when are they going after Sunday? Toronto, Toronto. That's right. That's what it's Toronto, and then you're shooting all the way down to Phoenix. That's I don't know. But again, that, that that's going to be going to take a great effort out of the Suns. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where like you know they, they mop the floor with them because they're so tired. But they might they, they might just fall short just because of that. But, yeah, I think that's the toughest part of the of the schedule because after that they they're out west and, and it's Warriors, it's Clippers, Lakers. I mean that should. I mean that that part I think is going to be they, they can sweep that for sure, but I don't want I don't want to get too far. You know I know you know dude against Joel. Yeah, yeah. We can't we can't we can't we can't we can't yeah yeah yeah. He's right there. He's right there. He can't hear us now. We can't even we can't even talk about the game. Like, I'll put it I'll put it this way: if you if there is going to be a time that like you know three and one is okay, it's when they start a six game. West Coast road trip, like you always want to at least go five hundred on those things, right? But this well, I mean, I mean, this month is a, is huge for the for the Celtics. I mean, you start playing, you know, some of these teams that are considered, uh, you know, elites. You know, we we just talked about the Suns. Um, you know, this is the first time they're about to play. You know, the Brooklyn since since last uh, last spring, and going to be interesting with the it was weird by the way six games straight at home and now six straight games on the road that, that's weird i don't know who the fuck did that but anyways um the next several weeks between now and christmas it's gonna you know i think really define this 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 squad here as like oh it's not it's not like a, a fluke this first like 22 games and you know maybe you got time lord back in the uh in the lineup there sooner rather than no. later I would yeah every every and I think every draw I think every team has that sort of messed up you know that 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 tough you know patch throughout the season in terms of traveling and that long road trip I mean every team does have that long road trip but they also have that that strong like that long stretch where you know you're going from Toronto to to uh, to Phoenix and and at the same time that's why they they did these these little mini series you know that which I think is great you know, the two teams go back back and forth whether it's home and home or away away you know it's it, it helps both teams, you know. I, I think it, cuts, it definitely cuts the travel down, which is the purpose. All right, there it is. So let's see. I'm, I'm at an 81 percent clip right now, bro. We get it, Sean. We get it. <laughs> we got it. I guess we got to give it to him. You know? 
but you're right. But you're right. No, but he's, he's, come, he's, come a, he's come a long way. He's come a long no, way. but he's just he's just looking at the Celtics record and he's saying, oh, you know, I'm at 81, almost 82 percent, you know, <laughs> clip here when it comes to but I, predictions. But I, that Phoenix game, that's a must, must watch. That's a number one versus number one. That's a big game. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be huge, and you know, you know, Tunis is gonna be uh, talking his shit regardless. So that should be good. Yeah, that's always fun. All right, it's about that time, fellas. Time to wrap up the show. Where we wrap up every single show here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around the NBA with Joel. In case you missed it. 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 Joel, what we missed? It's like when uh, you know Tatum, when I went out for forty nine, and then not even not even twenty minutes later, it's like. Tim Tim texts us, hey guys, your book is going off tonight. Yeah? I'm like, yeah, so did fucking Tatum. He's like, yeah, he's got 51 and he, he did it in three quarters. I had nothing to say to that. It's like, all right, okay, two more points and we've seen and we've less seen than a quarter. It's all good. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Against a team that the Celtics can't fucking beat, the Bulls, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I digress. All right, in case you missed it, the NBA informed teams that the 2023 24 season will start. On October 24th of 2023 and conclude on April 14th of 2024. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because uh, if a uh, in-season tournament is approved, which that could uh, come down in the next like few weeks or a few months, the initial schedule will have 80 games per team instead of 82, meaning that the remaining games scheduled after the eight teams advance to a knockout round. So... I don't know how you guys feel about that. I like the the plan that they've done the last few seasons, but the end season tournament in the middle of the season, I don't. Know, I think that's kind of weird. Just just my my two cents. I think it's a little knocking it down to eighty games, man. I don't know if I like that. Just that, because of like, yeah, but you're getting you're getting more basketball though between those. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, you don't want to just like add more. I mean, that's always been sort of a you know hot button topic in terms of like how. That they don't stretch the games out as much as as much as um, some teams would like, you know. Yeah, but then you know, like I don't know, you got you got records. Uh, like if if they add more playoffs games and cool, but like that then means like all those season records that we look at is like okay, not going to be matched now. Like there's it's just sort of like I don't know, eighty two games seems it. I just think it's a little bit strange to cut the season down. Well, I mean, the first year they did the the, the playing, right? Um, it was what seventy two games because they just came off of the bubble season, and then it just, everything was shortened for the off season. Yeah. Strike shortened seasons, which is like every once in a while. So you had like, like you had like the Wizards who who won like twenty eight, like four games, four games a week. Yeah, but you had like the Wizards who won like twenty eight, twenty nine games get into the playing. But because there was less than eighty games, right, less than eighty-two games, then that's and then you have that discrepancy where it's just like, well, then you don't have to play hard during the season and just you know go nuts if you're you're close to the end of the season to get into playing. I call this right. this. I think this is the Brooklyn rule, like it's the LeBron James Brooklyn Nets rule. Like teams that are stacked that now can take the regulars a little bit less less um, less important. And yeah. I, uh, okay, I see, I see what you're saying. I get a little worried. Well, so that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you got the regular season records that have been like, you know, when the Warriors say, say what you want about it, but when the Warriors are trying to beat the Bulls record, that was like sort of must watch TV. You were like, oh, okay. Like, are they going to beat it? Like, 
And then, you know, you got scoring records, all those things like, okay, huge. But like now also, if you cut it to 80 and then you add more play playoff teams, then what is February basketball going to look like? What is, what is December basketball going to look like? Like when teams start to try to turn into form, they're going to be like, yeah, we'll just wait for like, we're, we're, we're 15 and we're 15 and 17 going into the new year or whatever it is. Right. Right. Like it's not a bad start to the season. We just got to win 10 more games. We're in the playoffs and we have, we have stars. We can rest them. Like it doesn't help that whole rest your stars thing. No, no, you're right. But then, but then you have what we're currently looking at in the West, at least where you got like five or six teams all, you know, clustered together and they're all have like the same record. And you have instead of like ten or ten teams that can potentially make the playoffs, you have like twelve or thirteen. Even 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 the Lakers who are under five hundred can potentially still make the play in. That's what I. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Same thing. I, same I, thing with the with the, the the Mavs. Even the Warriors who are they're great at home, but they you know they've sucked on the road. They're under five hundred, and they're like you know no one's no one's worried about those teams because they're like oh you got the play in or you know they, they can still make the, the play in. The, my biggest uh, my biggest thing then is like. If you're going to cut down the the regular season, you're going to add more playoffs teams, you have to incentivize teams to win. Like give them a bye in the first in the real first round. Like give give teams a bye in the playoffs. Like yeah. you can because then like then you're saying like but maybe that's okay, what the in-season in tournament would, would do then, maybe. I don't know. No, I think I think that that would be its purpose, you know, and to and to limit, you know, essentially tanking, right? Yeah. So our team's purposely, purposely tanking. Yeah, but if then like I don't know, I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. I got to see how the whole thing. Yeah, goes if down. if if you're like if it you would be a lot to get used to. Yeah, if you're just saying oh in season tournament and you're just you know you're not you know providing exactly what in what goes into it and what would be the purpose of it then it's just like all right so you just you just want more basketball to for it to be more you know revenue from TV and what do you what's the what's the whole purpose? Yeah. Of it? What is this? What it, I like great. Like if you want to make musty basketball in February, fine. But what is the end result? What's yeah. the what's the purpose? Is it relegation? Is that what we're talking with? Like you well, go I mean, yeah. Maybe that's that's you know, like a G League team comes up and then the NBA team goes down. Who knows? But the thing is about those teams yeah, it would be yeah, they they that's something that they're, they're discussed. discussed. Yeah. Yeah, but that yeah, like you you've been uh you, you could go to the Second division, you could, if you're not cutting it, go to Triple A. Go to Triple A. But then, you're but not then, cutting it up in the, uh, in the in the majors. You know? But then you have to. Then the, the thing that you get into, the thing that doesn't work about that, is like let's talk about the players like uh, Wayamba right now. So his team wins the G League tournament, and then he's supposed to be the number one overall pick. So they lose then Wayamba into the draft. To the number one, or, or they keep him? They keep no, him no, now? no. So no, no. That not, that just means that it's not a foregone conclusion that he's going to one team or one or two teams. You could go to a fucking, you know, a third, fourth, or a fifth team that that like, just happened. To... If you're relegating Joel and you're bringing up a G League team, then you have to lose all affiliation. With... No, no, no. I'm just saying in general with this in season tournament. Well, yeah, but that one in that one and done season would be separate. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd still he'd still be up for grabs. It's not like he got they're going to re retain his rights because. Yeah. What season? Or the Vipers or some shit? What? What? I don't fucking know. They're in the G League, but like, let's just hypothetically say the Vipers 
win the G League tournament, but they got two or three guys that are actually drafted by the, I don't know, Oklahoma City Thunder, that then the Thunder get... I don't know, regulated, and then the the two or three guys that are actually owned by them move up to the move on to like where do they go? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, I got you. Yeah, there's a lot of th- there's a lot of things to work out. I get it. I get it. Regulation can happen, so that whole talk is bullshit. And then also the other side of things, mid season tournament means that like a team that hasn't tried all year may automatically make it to the playoffs because they won four straight games in a tournament series. Like that's a little bit, it's a little bit risky to, to mess with. So whatever they're going to try to do. Well, I think, I think they're trying to eliminate with Swayze. They're trying to eliminate tanking and they're trying to eliminate, you know, so much, I guess, uh, you know, time, well, what is it? Management or rest, you know, whatever. Here's, here's what, Low management. here's what they should do. They could make it so that, you know, if they're going to get must-watch basketball in February, you need to give a $5 million bonus to everyone on the team that wins the championship uh, or wins the midseason championship tournament, whatever it is, and then they still don't make the playoffs, but they all get $5 million. And then, you know, you're then going to incentivize players away from tanking when the owners do want to tank. That's how I would do it. And just throw a ton of money at the players, and then even the even the guy like the guy that fucking makes sixty million in his contract or one hundred and sixty million, whatever, they will be they won't really care too much. But then you're going to have those bench players that are fighting for a contract that sees five million dollars as like a come up, dude. That's that makes those teams play a lot better. So I don't know, I I, I don't know how they do it, but I just feel like if you're messing with seeding if you're messing with the draft if you're messing with all those things that have been sort of an institution for a while with a random in-season tournament you're playing with fire all right we shall see uh in case you missed it the uh, dallas mavericks have signed former celtic kemba walker and they have uh made yeah. room, they've made room on their their roster by waving fagundo Campaso, according yeah, to the athletic you, dude you you, you upgrade Kemba, you kemba walker that's a huge up. That's a huge swing for the Mavericks. That's great. Yeah, that's a great. That's a that's a great pickup. Um, obviously, he's not going to play right away. He's yeah, got to get into game shape, and um, you know, good for him. That's 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 a that's a good look. For, they should uh, also good to see Kemba Kemba latch onto a team. Magical, sure. Yeah. All right. In case you missed it, Al Horford has agreed on a two year extension, twenty million to stay with the Celtics, which means that he will be here through his thirty ninth birthday, according to his agent. He's gonna retire Celtic. I, I think that's it. a fucking that's a that's a great you know friendly deal. It, it, it works for you know both both sides. I got nothing negative to say about this this uh, this extension. The biggest thing for me about this is like okay, you get him on a good price. Which, by the way, real quick, it's uh, fully guaranteed. Yeah, and it's got a trade kicker. So that's the that's the thing is like. If you're going to give him that type of deal and he's going to be here, good. Glue guy, you want him here. But that's $10 million. When you got Grant Williams coming up on an unrestricted free agent deal, that's going to affect Grant Williams more than anybody. So are we now... Are you you, uh, you going to be sad if Grant Williams goes bye-bye? A little bit. 
bro, this deal here doesn't affect the cap if you're if you're thinking that because they're they're way over the cap. They're thinking like it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like especially if they win the championship, they're like, we'll fucking you know we'll give we'll give Grant a, a good a good offer. It's not like they're not going to give him anything. Yeah, but or offer yeah, him anything. Here's the thing: is like Grant. Grant, I think, is, is obviously playing really well this year, right? Played really well last playoffs. I think he's built himself up to be like, some team's going to go stupid. But, like, if you <laughs> – uh, they will. They will. They'll try to – but that yeah. – I like, mean, if you see if, – if he has the same kind of run he did during, during the playoffs, I mean, something like that, or if he just sustains being that 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 guy who can stretch the floor for you and you can rely on for threes, and yeah, there's a – I mean, the teams will pay for that. But me, I don't know about the twenty million. You think he's in the twenty million range? You think he hits that? I don't know let about me, that. Let me just put it this way: I maybe, maybe, but let, let me put it this way: Would you rather have a thirty-eight-year-old Al Horford at ten million, or uh, what, twenty-six-year-old Grant Williams at fifteen, seventeen million? Like now, you're sort of putting yourself in that decision-making process of like, well, I guess like now we have we can't real if if a team does go. If, let's say a team because he's unrestricted, right? So if I, we we saw what happened with who was the guy that? Uh, oh, what the hell was his name? Who's the unrestricted guy? Both oh Bogdanovich, right? When the Kings and the Haw- when the Hawks stole Bogdanovich, they stole him because they said we're going to give him twenty million dollars a year, and the Kings were like, oh shit, well, like we we literally can't match that now. Well, well, he, remember over the cap. No, but remember he was he had gotten traded to milwaukee and some tampering happened there where that, that didn't go through so then the hawks kind of just swooped in there and was just like well and if he's not you know gonna get signed by the kings yeah you know but then, then they I, just kind of gave him a not a ridiculous offer but like something that the kings were just like right, whatever just fucking just take it but we've seen it we've seen it time over time man where um where oh oh you know what who i'm thinking of deandre ayton okay, okay. Right. deandre ayton got that huge offer and then the sun mm. No, no, they they had to match it. Yeah. So now you're thinking like Grant Williams. Okay, talk about Al Horford being the glue piece leader of the team. I totally agree with that. Grant Williams has sort of moved himself into that like he's a he's a vital role player on this team. Grant Williams injured. This team isn't playing as well as they're playing right now. But if he's not. But though, with the Suns, the Suns would offer him a lot more than what they essentially that what Aiden essentially got right. I think they want to. They want to similar to the Suns. The Suns want to dictate what he can get out there in the in the in the uh, you know free agent market, right? Yeah, I think they're confident. That, well, not maybe not that confident, but they're maybe just trying to just see what happens, you know? Yeah. Because his um, what he did again, what he did last year during the playoffs really put his put his stock up there. I think that they just both sides weren't ready to 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 have him just for him to sign an extension. It seemed like and they couldn't come to a to an agreement. Yeah, it also came off that horrible finals, and they didn't want to pay him any money. <laughs> then they got the max. Yeah. Right? So that, that, I'm, I'm just right. saying the playoffs run, and then the game. Yeah, outside of game one. Yeah. All, all, I'm, is, all I'm saying is this: you're by signing out Horford early, almost for like no reason, because I don't think he was going to go anywhere. Like now, you're saying, "What do you mean for no reason? Why do you have to make it sure? Why do you have to right now?" You don't think that this deal could have? What did you? What, would you want to see them go the Tim Wakefield route and give them like a year or a new one year deal, year after year? That type of thing? Yeah, that would have been great because I I think that I think that looking you at you don't know what would have happened if that was the case. It would have been 
you end up instead of paying ten, you would have paid like overall for a three year span. You would end up probably paying like twenty five or something. Like that. You know what I'm saying? How that worked? Al signed through this year, right? Already. Yeah, was, yeah. It would have been. It wouldn't have been two two million, you know, or three million per. It would have been like six or seven every year, which adds. You know what I mean? It would. But, but he would have been an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Is that that's what we're getting at, right? He would have been unrestricted yeah. at the. So then we're saying that there's a team out there that's outside of the Celtics is going to pay Al Horford more than ten million dollars a year. Yeah, there's teams out there I mean, that probably would. Yeah, for one year and, and second you, 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 you don't think the Warriors would one of these. One of these, re- yeah, I was going to say, if not one of the rebuilding teams, one of these teams looking for a little uh, piece for... Yeah, the, the Warriors would break it. The, the Warriors would probably give him another 20, like, for just for one season. But, like, wouldn't, couldn't you just say to Al, like, hey, Al, like, we really want you on this team. We want to give you, we're going to give you $10 million like, on a one-year deal, like, going year to year to see how things go. If you go to free agency and you get more than that, just... Come back to us, and we will, we will, like you know, we'll, 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 we'll give you this, you know, whatever, like, but like, there's not a, there's not a team out there that I think is going to give Al Horford twenty million dollars at age thirty eight and thirty nine, twenty million dollars that is actually a contender that Al would want to play for, like, especially if they, let's say, hypothetically. What about the Bucks? Yeah, but, but hold on, like, let's say the Phoenix. Let's just we just named two. Yeah. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let's say the season goes the way it's going in the Phoenix. Celtics. You don't think Phoenix would have done? They would throw some money at him. Oh, yes. The NBA championship. You don't think Tim Tunas would appreciate a little Al Horford on the on the fucking Suns? What if the Celtics Phoenix would, would take Phoenix would take Al right now? Right? <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. But yeah, uh, <laughs> he would. You get it. He would help. He would. He would help. You know. He would just. He just fits better. He fits better than him. Over, over fucking Al's, and they won an NBA championship. Biombo. And then you could go to Al Horford and be like, hey, Al, we love you. We're going to give you two years at $10 million. We want you to come back. And Al's like, hell yeah. I've been playing in this league for since 2000 and goddamn four or five, whenever he was drafted. And you know what? I finally won my NBA championship. 2004. No, thanks. Hometown discount. I just think that this was a little bit, a little bit premature. We'll see how it plays out. But. I don't know. But that that's my two cents on it. Well, um I thought there couldn't be anything negative said about this, but apparently, you know, Ducha said hold my beer and you know No yeah. <laughs> no, now you do it now you do a podcast with this guy. <laughs> All right, and and what? not but not what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my tongue. Man. All right, all right. No, what you got? What? Right, go on. I was gonna say what do you think? Spit it out. Come on, spit it out. <laughs> What do you think Grandy's saying about this whole thing right now, man? <laughs> I know you got to tune into the radio to find out. Oh wait, oh wait, better yet, tune in, tune into the to to uh, you know NBC Sports Boston when they go on the road, which is you know pretty soon according to your looking ahead. All right. Um, last but not least, let's see if, if Sean can find anything negative to say about this here. Uh, congrats to uh, Jason Tatum, who just won Player of the Month for the Eastern Conference, and ironically, the West uh, that was awarded to Devin Booker. So Sean saying that Devin Booker's not getting any love. I beg to differ when it comes to Players of the Month here. Uh, I would like to go back. Book to, hater. Go back. You found book hater. Go back to last year and see how many Players of the Month and Players of the Week Devin Booker got. 
and then there was no MVP talk about him. I would like to see that. I, Because I, I, he won it mad times, and there was no MVP love for that motherfucker. So right. that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So uh, uh, with with this recent uh, Player of the Month, this uh, gives Jason Tatum uh, the second time he's won the award, and he is the third player in Celtics history to win the award more than once, behind uh, Paul Pierce, who won it four times, and yeah. Larry Bird, who won it seven times in Celtics history. Right? I saw a uh, I, saw, I saw one of those random like uh, polls today on uh, on the internet. It was like who's got the best? Oh yeah. Pull up three pointer. Pull up three pointer. T Mac, Paul Pierce, or Carmelo Anthony. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. All baby. day, baby. All day. You know. <laughs> All fucking day. <laughs> if you get that specific, Paul Pierce. Anyway. All fucking day, dude. All day. Money too. Um, right the elbow. Right. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Also, he uh, registered his ninth. 30-point game in the month of November, which ties the most in the calendar month during his career. Uh, only Larry Bird, who had 10 in uh, March of 1986, and 11 in uh, March of 88, has more 30-point games in the calendar month in Celtics history. Tatum also became the youngest player in NBA history to hit 900 three-pointers. Insane. I love and- that. Years old, it's wild, dude. It's absolutely insane what this guy's doing, you know. Yeah. By the way, Gorman Gorman said that so nonchalant on the on the, on the broadcast. You know, after he made, I think it was the seventh three pointer of the night. He was like, "Oh, and uh, Tatum just became the youngest player in Bay history to hit nine hundred three pointers." Oh, and uh, you know, here comes Jalen Brown down the court. I'm like, "Oh, what the hell?" He just kind of just glossed over that real quick without like. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> I just I had to tweet this out, Mike. What's going on? <laughs> and 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 last but not least, Jason Tatum is the first player in NBA history to record multiple games of forty-five plus points, ten plus rebounds, and eight plus threes. So, making some history here, Jason Tatum with his uh, second Player of the Month award. Good for him. Just historic, man. It's insane what we're witnessing right now. He just makes it look easy, man. You see the way he got that twenty point. In the in the first half, on the first quarter, rather, you know, I mean, for him to do that so easily, and and, and for everyone just sitting here watching, being like, man, look at Tatum going on a tear right now. Like we're getting so used to it that we gotta we gotta soak this in. Like we gotta for remember this. No, for real, for real. We yeah. don't. We haven't seen something like this in a, in a long time. Yo, and yeah. how can I forget too that uh, that his coach here just won Coach of the Month as well, and 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 Tatum yeah. and and Joe are the first Celtics tandem to win Player and Coach of the Month in the same month since Larry Bird and Casey Jones. Back in March of 1986, so yeah, like going back to the witnessing like greatness type. Seriously, in our lifetime, so like obviously there were the birds here where you had the you had arguably the best or top two player in the NBA. You know, with the bird ever was around with the team that really supported him well, and now like we we we've gone through this like like the Paul Pierce era of the Celtics, which I think we all love obviously love adore like paul pierce there was never a time where paul pierce as much as i would have said he was the best player in the nba like obviously he wasn't like like there was just like you had players in in front of him like whatever right the celtics haven't yeah but he was he was top five he could crack a top five every once in a while but yeah i hear what you're saying he was never like the full-fledged like He's and the one or two, and he was, in the NBA. yeah, and he was yeah. definitely like you know top five, top six, at least top ten scorer right. like for most of his yeah. time here in yeah. Boston. 
Yeah, this is elite. This is the elite. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, the Celtics haven't had a guy that has been, like, the best player in the NBA where every night you are knowing, like, okay, he's at least getting 30 points. Like, even with Pierce, when he was balling out in his, in his, in his carrying the team years, wasn't averaging 30 points. Now it's a different league. Yeah. Everything, right? I get yeah. that. It's more, like, it's more of a three-point league now. Yeah, I get you. Right, but what what I'm just trying to say is, like, yeah. we need to embrace He was more of a 27-28-point 20, guy. So. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to embrace this way more yeah. than we are and really, like, respect the fact that Jason Tatum is the best player in the NBA right now. Yeah. And like, and he's doing it on both right. ends of the court. He's not just offense. I know he's averaging, you know, thirty-one, almost thirty-two points a game, and you know, a four-point-five well, assists, yeah. you know, seven, seven-point-eight rebounds. Like he's he's defending. I, I agree with you. That's why I'm yeah, de- defending. You know, getting to the free throw line now more than ever. And like, it's just <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. It's just it's just a beautiful thing to watch right now. Just the way what, it is. What I'm is like, yo. It seems like when. Mookie Betts was the best player in the MLB. Everyone was on the Mookie, 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 Mookie train. And it sort of seems like Tatum is, like, flying under the radar within Boston sports right now. Like, no one wants to talk about how good he is. Because it's not a, it's not a, I mean, we talked about this, or at least in my opinion, it's not a Celtics, you know, town. It's more Patriots and Red Sox. Even when both teams are, you know, not competing for championships. I mean, you know, the Celtics they barely get they barely get a, a, a decent segment on 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 TV on on local radio. But well, you know what? You know what I also think it's turned into as well. Like even even the Bruins, the Bruins are doing the damn thing and they they barely get talked about right now too. Dude, it's bullshit. Everyone's talking about just the Pats because they're just middling. That's yeah. so and they're bull- talking about the Sox because they're trying to figure out, you know, Bogart's gonna resign or who are they gonna bring in. It's what it That's- is. That's why you know what? That's why everyone listens to the Cause or Shoot podcast for to, for Tatum talk. Baby. And on that note, that's going to wrap up this edition of In Case You Missed It. Follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Celtics news, rumors, and opinions. Don't forget to also subscribe to Causeway After Hours at Patreon.com slash Causeway to enjoy exclusive content such as the After Show podcast and the one-on-one with Sway podcast. Plus, you're automatically entered into our jersey giveaways that's causeway after hours on patreon where we have some hot takes from the world cup still in the group stages right now as we're recording this podcast <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute you know you know no, no but hold on real quick shout out to fucking mexico costa rica and canada for representing you know conquer calves so well not because they fucking didn't advance honduras would have got through there goes there goes half of my takes right there but you know, shout out to the US though for doing the damn thing. <laughs> Fucking I'm a. Still alive. Let's go. Fucking hey. a, dude. Argentina, uh, baby. That's a, that's my pick to win this goddamn thing. But you want to listen to the rest of our takes? Go to our our after hours and, and subscribe. By the way, but I will just say it right now because I think it's a thing of pride. So, Duel, you took Argentina, obviously. Sway, who'd you take? France. And I got Portugal. And I think. Outside of Brazil, those are the three best teams in the World Cup still. Um, you know who? You know who's? I, I'm gonna say is. I don't know why we don't consider them. We we everyone ruled them out again this year. 
Croatia. Croatia. Croatia, yes. No, they're a good team. They're I watched, good. Um, I watched a couple of the games too. Yeah. They're a good team. They advanced. Yeah, man. Still going strong these uh these, these games and but got, hey, a, lot, wait, got wait, a lot wait. of soccer left. Got a lot of soccer left. Hold on. Big, big moment for the USA. USA Netherlands. If you're gonna beat the Netherlands, this is the year to do it, man. I I'll put it that way, man. They're they're not as strong as they have been in the past. I think it's all about Pulisic. If he can play, then we're fine. And he's good. He's good. He, he reported from the uh, from the hospital bed. He's good. He's good. He'll yeah, play. but I I I hope so, man. Because he got kicked in the nuts, <laughs> hardcore. That'll do it to you. I love how it's a bruised groin that his thing is. It's like a at bruised... first though. At first they were saying like, oh, it's like his pelvic bone. I'm like, nah, I don't know nah, about that's that. His nut sack. <laughs> that's his nutsack, dog. That nutsack is. <laughs> The sack of nuts. <laughs> I think that that thing that thing, that thing's throbbing still, dude. That's throbbing, dude. You know what I mean? Like, right, we gotta, like we gotta go. We gotta go. That's okay. We gotta fucking yeah. go. <laughs> we gotta go. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they're not like, yeah, he's got a abdominal injury because you know how that. Changes I know. Up. I know. They just changed you it all up. Let's change that all up. <laughs> all right. Until next time, we are out. Peace. Let's go, USA. <laughs> Later, guys.